Hey y'all, it's Ken here and we are so excited to be back with another episode of God and Lemonade. Yes, on this episode, we speak with nutritional coach Bianca Plant about all things food. And y'all know that Brandy and I like are on the struggle bus when it comes to just eating right and getting our lives. So we were so excited to sit down um, and have a fun conversation with somebody who has a lot of knowledge about nutrition, like, oh, get it in our heads. We need to get it together. (laughs) We love having Bianca on the show. But on another note, y'all, have you guys ever tried to do something and like one million things just stood in the way that almost discouraged you from not doing it? Huh? This was one of those episodes. We had so many random things going on that really almost discouraged us from recording. But you know what? We just decided to have some patience and get the message out because it's so important. Our bodies are our temples and we got to get this together, y'all. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. How you been, boo? I've been good. How about you? Great. You like really rich. Because usually it's forever. Okay. Very, very. Because we are about to talk about food. Yes. Because mm, mm, we mm. love food. Yeah. Okay. Well, more so like nutrition, but you know, food all the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with us, guys, we have uh, an amazing guest. But before we introduce her, we just want to say in advance, um, to forgive our audio, we have to record this a little bit different to the vital information, and we know that you would get it just the same. All right? All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, let's welcome our guest. What's up? Hey. Hey, Bianca. <laughs> so, we are super excited to have you. Thank you so much uh, for your time. So, You're welcome. Thank you. So, one of our first questions that we always ask people um is really like how has God been in your details? And so even like specifically to like what you do. So tell us what you do and how God has been in your details. So I am the co-founder and nutritionist of Eating God's Way. And I always say co-founder because God was definitely in the details when he gave the vision to my husband um, (laughs) for the God's Way project. And we pretty much branched off eating God's way from God's way, which God's way is basically my husband ministering in song with his EP album. Um, He preaches, he's a minister of music. So he does the whole nine when it comes to ministry. And I felt like, you know, with my background in nutrition, you know, it's, it's, you know, my duty is my responsibility to teach people you know, about being healthy um, and just basically keeping our body as a temple, as we always say, you know, so definitely God has been in the details and just everything that I do with nutrition and just the entire God's Way project and giving us this vision. Yeah. Amen. That sounds so good. I'm just, it's so great how like creative people get and doing God's work. Uh-huh. Which that's what he wants us to do so we can reach everybody. So I love it. Yeah. Right, right. That's pretty awesome. So, Bianca, in start, I know you just talked about your husband and you joining forces together to create this um, just great program. Um, did you guys have someone as a mentor 
uh, to kick this off for you or did you always eat healthy? Is it something, is it a lifestyle that you always uh, lived? Well, of course, my husband has, you know, mentors in the ministry, and I really have a lot of uh, mentors as far as being, you know, a nutritionist and, you know, leading my way up to becoming a dietitian. So we kind of, since we're in the same ministry working together, our backgrounds are a little different, so therefore we have different mentors, and I feel like anybody should have a mentor because, when you're starting off, especially a, a ministry that could turn into a business, you know, you need some direction sometime. And, you know, of course, God is, you know, your your provider, your source of everything. But it's good to have a person that has been through things, have experienced things that can, you know, kind of give you some guidance along the way. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I've talked about on the podcast before how I don't have a mentor. And sometimes I feel like, oh, my gosh, like I really need one. But I, I definitely think they are super important. Do um, yes. you have a mentor, Brandy? I do. I do have a mentor. Mm, um, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's super important. And to be able to go to that person when you have questions or see things that you that you haven't seen before and they have had experience with it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely good to have somebody pouring into you, just encouraging you when things get tough and rough and right. things of that sort. And keeping you accountable too. Yes. <laughs> yes. That accountability is important. Yeah. yeah. All right. So getting into the juicy stuff, uh, I'm especially excited about this because I am insulin resistant uh, for those of you who may not know, that's borderline diabetic. Um, and it's very frustrating, <laughs> especially because I didn't find out until I was, um, maybe in my early thirties, maybe. Uh -huh. Um, and now I'm just like, okay, I've been eating one way my whole life. And now you're telling me that I cannot eat that way anymore. And so just really trying to navigate like what that looks like has been a complete journey because my taste buds have been set to some stuff. <laughs> um, We've all been set to some stuff here in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. And so it's it's a little hard to, you know, get to, to change that up. So uh, I guess the first question is, why is food so important? Food pretty much affects every part of your body. Um, you definitely need food for nutrients. But then when you start to eat food, like processed food, um, which is probably the worst food, and it's all over the shelves. I mean, from boxed foods to even bacon, I mean, we all love bacon, but certain things are just so processed that our body really can't handle it. And of course, yes, we all do have some ways of balancing eating and not eating so healthy. But once we continue on that path of eating unhealthy, it can do a lot of damage to our bodies. And even um, African-Americans especially, we are just prone to different 
illnesses that maybe other races aren't. So when we eat certain foods, it's kind of like almost speeding up the process. Like we know hypertension and diabetes is, is very prevalent in African-American culture. So when we continue to eat this these bad foods, it's like we're like really speeding up the process of like really deteriorating our body we're not you know taking care of it like we should so food affects a lot food affects the way medication reacts to your body like there's just so much that food does and we don't realize it yeah and i'm so glad that you said that about um being black american african american <laughs> however we choose to identify ourselves because um I was reading or watching something before and they were talking about just like how, you know, the soil is different in different places and um, how that affects how food grows. And then Brandy and I went to Kenya last summer. And so, I mean, we were in Kenya, but we were eating like rice and potatoes. But I feel like we felt different while eating it. Um, and so I've always, you know, now I'm just like thinking about all the food that we have access to here is really not good for us naturally. Right. So like, it, give me some, uh, give us some examples of how we have like misused food, even to the, I can't even say misused because I think a lot of us just don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I think it is a misuse. Um, like you said, the soils is different in different places. We, we use different chemicals. Um, and actually, a lot of people ask me, you know, well, our ancestors ate all this pork and things like that because that's what they were given, you know, as slaves. But now if we eat it, it like does something different to our body. But the way these farmers are processing these meats, they're giving them all kind of different food that cows and pigs don't even eat. Oh, wow. You know, so it's like... The way we raised our animals and plants years and years ago is totally different in how they're raising it now. So that's why, you know, you see us dying more than how they were long ago. You know, it's just how they're producing things now. And it's really scary because, I mean, I've seen more outbreaks more than anything in in this just this past year alone, like vegetables and fruit, like being recalled. And I'm just like, this is crazy. But I mean, the way that you're just processing, the way they're, they're doing things in factories and you just, you just don't know these days. And it's kind of scary. Yeah. I, I there was a video. Now this was a video that was promoting maybe a vegan lifestyle. I think it maybe came out last year. It was a popular one on Netflix. I can't remember what it was called, but they were, um, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. They were talking. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. And I remember them talking about uh, the American Cancer Society and like the, I don't know what the diabetes is called, but just talking about how like the companies that fund them are like um, meat companies and all these things and stuff that kind of you know, don't really um, do healthy things with their food, but these uh, companies like the American Cancer Society are trying to pretend like, oh, like we promote this healthy lifestyle. Right. Yeah. 
So that that was interesting. Yeah, and I've, I've actually watched that documentary, and I can say some documentaries can be a little biased. Mm-hmm, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, it is kind of right to an extent because they're talking about farmers and how they're raising their their meats and things, and which I can understand. Um, but what happens if you're vegan and all the vegetables and fruit are being recalled? Like, what are you going to do? You know, so it, it you just kind of have to decide what to eat and, you know, how to keep that balance and just doing research also. I mean, I, I read a lot from American Cancer Society, American Diabetes Association, um, American Research for Cancer. Uh, there's just so many different, you know, organizations where you can, you know, research and kind of get, uh, you know, a clear understanding of what's going on with our food these days. Okay. So, Bianca, I have a question uh, about, like, the community. What What do you think are the common mistakes as a community that we make when deciding to choose the types of food we eat? We're definitely not supporting our local farmers enough. I can't <laughs> say that. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I and not to cut you off, but I didn't learn about the local farmer's market until I was well in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, it's like we kind of know about it, but we don't, but then they don't really advertise a lot, and then it just depends you know, some things are seasonal and sometimes they don't have the farmer's market. It's not consistent. So that's kind of the reason why we don't probably support them enough. And then plus, if something's not in season, you can go to Walmart and get that fruit or vegetable. I mean, they've shipped it from overseas, but you can get it, you know, if you really want it. But that local farmer may not have it. But the best thing about local farmers is that they're going to have everything in season. So that means if it's in season, that means it's going to have a better taste and it's going to have the most nutrients. So, and it's probably going to be cheaper and you know, it's local, you know, where it's coming from. So, you know, that's one of the mistakes that we make, you know, we go to these big, huge supermarkets thinking we're getting the best product when we're not. Right. Um, I do want to go into that, but before we go into that piece of, like, the supermarkets and stuff like that, why do you think it's so difficult for us to break these unhealthy food habits? Well, we've been eating the same things all the time, and we're just, it's like habit now, and there are maybe, like, some new trendy, not trendy foods, but, like, you know, years ago, cauliflower rice wasn't in. Now it's in. Everybody's cooking cauliflower rice. Mm-hmm. But everybody doesn't know how to make it flavorful. We don't know how to cook it right. So it tastes um, it tastes good to our taste buds. So it's like now we're trying to get into this health kick, but we don't really know how to prepare the foods because we weren't raised on those foods. So now I think people are just really trying to learn how to be healthier. They're like, well, I know I need to go get this fruit and vegetable, what do, but what do I do with it? So I think it's just, it's alert. It's kind of like retraining your brain and retraining your taste buds, really, because it takes about 
14 days to kind of change your taste buds and 21 days to form a habit. So, you know, trying to stay consistent with something new can be hard. Hmm. Bianca is funny because I just, <laughs> I just joked with Kendallin. <laughs> I was like, oh, you, you definitely, you, ju you just don't dump cauliflower rice out of the package and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, you got to season the taste? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought healthy eating was eating for substance, not taste. <laughs> that's a oh, that's a no. common misconception as well, right? Right, it is. Because, I mean, I wouldn't just dump it out and just put it in the microwave and eat it. I mean, of course, vegetables, different vegetables have their different flavors, but it's going to be bland. So... I mean, there's just, there's simple seasonings that you can put on there that, besides salt, that'll make it taste amazing. Like, that'll just bring out the flavor. We just, we really just don't know, like, what to do with it, what seasonings to use. Yeah, um, <laughs> I always say it would be so much easier if I just had a chef. Like, if I had a personal chef, I wouldn't <laughs> have any of these problems because you see all the celebrities eating like healthy, but they have somebody in the kitchen like whipping stuff up, they and you're do. like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> right? You're like, "Um, my regular food does not taste like this." Right, and right. they're not they're not eating like that. Correct, and I know they're not eating healthy and eating clean for this long for uh, this amount of time with just these small amounts of of choices. So I am pretty sure a chef is coming in and making up and creating all kinds of things for these people. Right. Right. So getting into um, just like some foods, because we all have heard of like this thing called the superfood, like superfoods. Is superfoods a real thing? And like, what are they and why should we be eating them? Well, superfoods is just a term that's a probably a modern term that's made that has just foods that have like more nutrients than others and you know something that you can eat that's that will do things to your body that will maybe reduce cancer you know there's just so many different terms for superfood and a lot of people like to list superfoods as like blueberries salmon almonds which these foods are actually natural fat burners. Mm. So, yeah. So, I mean, and when a lot of people ask me, you know, well, I'm trying to lose weight and I, I want a natural fat burner and I don't want to take all these pills. Well, you guys, I mean, it, there's lots of foods that you can eat without taking medication that are actually natural fat burners. And they're, if you want to call them superfoods, you can. But, I mean, it's, it's food that we just don't even think about eating. Yeah. Now, what were those foods? Because I, I heard you say blueberries, <laughs> almonds. Come on, girl, run it to us. <laughs> blueberries, salmon, mm. almonds, um, spinach is a good one. Um, all of your really green, leafy vegetables are like going to be your best vegetables. Um, not to say that other vegetables don't have nutrients; they do. But um, green, green, leafy vegetables are are really great to eat on a daily basis. Um, even green tea is, is something good to drink. Brewing it 
um, and not buying it out of the store really already made because of course it's processed, it's loaded with salt and sugar. Wait so a minute, I'll, the green tea is loaded with salt and sugar? Dang. Of course, it's processed. Ooh, girl, I should read the back of the box. <laughs> Man. Yes, yes, you gotta brew your own tea. Wait, wait a minute. Like with well, the right, like, like I'm gonna do that. Like, like with the, you can take. I mean, if you don't have a kettle, you can always put some water in a in a mug. Put your tea bag in there. Pop it in the microwave for like two minutes, and it's done. Okay, I think the real question is where are we getting this good tea from? Like, you mean like when they had like what was that place called? I was like, yeah, <laughs> were they like that kind of tea, like tea vana tea? Well, I, mm, well, you can, um, but I mean, I, I'm a, I'm like a Walmart Albertson shopper, so I go and get uh, any type of green tea, organic tea. Um, there's all kinds of teas out there. Um, but like I said, uh, green tea is, is a tea that uh, reduces inflammation, um, natural fat burner. I recommend it to anybody. Wait a minute. So I'm just not catching up to the fact that you were talking about like teas from like Starbucks. Tea yeah. No. No, she's talking the, the processed no, tea. I'm she's talking, talking about, about like the tea bags. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's talking about tea bags that you just. That Tivana, like the tea bags that we get from the store, but the process, the ones that she said had mm-hmm. sugar, salt, and all that, she's talking. She's talking about the tea from Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like Basically. I thought you were saying like the tea in the stores on the aisle had all this stuff in it, and I was like, it does. <laughs> <laughs> like your lip. Oh, you know why my mind didn't even go there? Because I don't drink that type of tea. Like, <laughs> I don't even like tea for real. So if I drink tea, it is like a tea bag kind of tea. But okay, I got yeah, you because a lot of people do drink that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I caught up now. <laughs> <laughs> we lost her for a minute. Right. I was like, wait, what? She was still on that, those superfoods and the fat burning. Girl. Oh, the struggle. I'm got it down pat. <laughs> struggle in my life. Okay. So, I guess going into this, because we talked about this on our show where we kind of brought in the new year, is... You know, I know for me especially, I guess Brandon can say so too. Like, we are always on the next, like, new train of how we can lose weight. (laughs) And they have so many diet options. I mean, you have keto, paleo, vegan. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. And then is it based off, like, my body type? Like, I don't know. I'm confused. (sighs) Well. (laughs) (laughs) Um is the new thing which mm-hmm. is actually not new it's kind of old mm. um, but it's it's a trend now mm-hmm. uh, I don't recommend it yes. because because unless I don't know which, which one I'm to say but keto works for people because you're you're really putting your body into like at like a intermittent fast, you're fasting somewhat, you're eating a lot of um, lean meats and vegetables, you're not really eating a lot of carbs um, and starches and breads and pastas and rice and things like that. Um, but keto gets tri- tricky because people are eating 
it's a high protein, high fat, low carb diet. So when you hear the first thing that goes up on my head is, okay, it's high fat. So that means you're eating a whole bunch of bacon, which I see a lot of keto recipes with bacon. I see a lot of keto recipes with um, high fat cheese and processed things. And I'm just like, okay, are people doing this the correct way? Are they not doing it the correct way? And a lot of research is showing that people that have stayed on keto long term are having heart attacks. They're having issues with their heart and hypertension. So, yes, maybe, okay, maybe it works for you short term. But people are staying on it, like, as an actual change. So, some people are having heart attacks because they're eating all this fat. Mm. Yes, I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad. I know the keto gods and goddesses going to be after me. This is Brand on the podcast, but I never thought it was okay to send your body into ketosis like that. It's not healthy. I was always taught, I was a biology major, you know what I'm saying? I could have been right. Dr. B at one point, but I chose to go down a different path. But yes, like I don't. These fad diets are not... Ketosis, ketoacidosis, I mean, if your body goes into that, you are in trouble. Correct, (laughs) correct. It's not a good thing. So I I hope people are, you know, reading and making themselves aware of what they are doing. I just thought uh, for me and in my uh, body, (laughs) just when I started reading about the keto diet and I saw all the high fat, like I was just like, how am I going to lose weight eating all this bacon? Like when I saw the recipes, <laughs> I was like, this, this is not even possible for me because the way my body store fat, that bacon going to be sitting in my midsection, okay? It's not going on. It's not burning nothing. It ain't and going nowhere. The, the reason why they're feeling there's a balance is because they're cutting the carbs. Okay, your body still needs like whole grains. They, yeah. They're saying like completely shut it down, do not eat carbs at all, which your body still needs it. Right. Um, I can't function. So it's just, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't speak too much on keto because I have a lot of negative things to say. Right. And so do I. Like I said, they can come after me, but I'm just saying if you research it and look at the outcome of your body, I I wouldn't recommend doing keto. I mean, but it's, it's very similar own. to the to the Atkins diet. Yeah. That guy died. He did. He did. So. Yeah. But (laughs) even going deeper into that outside of keto, you have this big push for vegan. Like, what is your thought process just about these diet trends in general? Do we need a specific diet trend or is it just like basic clean eating? I mean, it's just like you said, it's a trend and trends Trends go away. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and that's why I don't promote a specific diet Mm -hmm. because, as you know, people start diets and then, like, if they're strong-willed, okay, good, they got it. But, like, a month or two down the road, they're like, man, I fell off and I did this and that. And it's like, well, guess you got to start your diet over again, right? So, like, I don't like to call it a diet. I just like to say you need to eat more clean. You need to eat more vegetables. I mean, your body is craving vegetables. Vegetables, fruits, um, your whole grains, your lean meats. And I always mention salmon because salmon has your healthy fats. If you want to eat fat, there you go. You got your salmon. So, it's like, you know, it's just about making small changes 
And I mean, it doesn't happen overnight, but realistically, you know, your body needs fruit and vegetables five to seven servings a day, which some people, you know, it, it might be hard, but, you know, baby steps. Um, and then eating your lean meats and your whole grains, you know. So, it's a, I mean, it's a lifestyle change. Some things that you used to eat, you may eat it, and then your body will really tell you, you know, I just can't handle this anymore. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's a lifestyle change. It takes, and it takes steps. Yeah. Yeah. So, we've talked about the eating clean, the lifestyle changing um, with food. What is your recommendation on dumb, dumb, dumb exercise? <laughs> like, that's my downfall. <laughs> I think that's everybody's downfall because we're always on the go. So it's like by the end of the day, we're like, man, I do not feel like going to exercise. I'm tired. You know, mm-hmm. I can't, you know, but realistically, you know, we would love to get an hour of exercise in a day. Um, but if you can do 30 minutes, which I always tell people, break it up. Like you can do, you can walk 10 minutes in the morning, walk 10 minutes at lunch and walk 10 minutes in the evening and you have at least 30 minutes. You know, you want to push your body to do a little more than that, but I mean, that's a starting point. Yeah. I I was just, yeah, I was just thinking about like how I'm going to rearrange my schedule because like, getting off work, even if I leave on time, I'm still like, I'm too tired to deal with this. Or if, like, the weather is bad, I'm like, mm, going home. Um, <laughs> and I actually like working out. Brandy doesn't necessarily like it. I like it. But I'm just finding it difficult. I don't know why. Um, I'll just blame it on the devil just because that's easy. But <laughs> it's probably just me. But I'm just like, I need to get it together. And so kind of segueing with that I think in the world there's such a push for fitness and not much of a push for nutrition like there is a push for nutrition but like fitness is everywhere get fit join this gym um do these squats and your booty will change in two days (laughs) (laughs) what is waist trainer and your waist gonna be snatched right and it's like where's the talk about (laughs) that's what it says girl right I almost bought me one. I didn't know because this, woo, this waste. Anyway. Um, so, like, but then I I remember, like, a while ago, I was a member of a gym. And, like, one of the uh, guys who was over this class used to always say, like, nutrition is 80%. You know, working out is only 20 Meanwhile, we were in there working out. He wasn't teaching me, like, how to eat. <laughs> right. So, what is your thoughts? I mean, is it is the eighty twenty rule still the big rule? Yeah, it really is still the rule. Um, but we, yeah, trainers they tend to forget, and I'm not saying all trainers, but some people they forget because they feel like that they they can eat anything and still work out. And they're like, "Well, I'm skinny, but I'm I mean I'm gonna go still get this Popeyes because you know I'm gonna work it off." Right. So you still gotta like go check your blood work and make sure your like your arteries aren't clogged because you've been eating Popeyes and working out at the same time, you know. So (laughs) it it may not show on the outside, but on the inside, you know, you gotta you gotta think about everything really. Yeah, and I know like I have uh, friends who are 
like just naturally small. So not, shoot, not even friends. Like I'm a high school counselor. So thinking about like all the kids, you see the kids eating hot fries and uh, chicken, like all this stuff. And it's just like, they're still small the next day. Meanwhile, when I breathe in this good air that the Lord gave us, I'm bloated. <laughs> and so that's definitely frustrating. Um, but I guess kind of moving past that, kind of going back a little bit because you mentioned something about carbs, you know, where I'm from, uh, carbs is a devil. So they say, (laughs) (laughs) what are the foods that we should absolutely avoid? Absolutely. Yeah. And and are they all carbs? Are all of them carbs? Is it, is absolute even a thing? Like, is it that deep? to really stay away from and I keep saying this word process 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 because you can get some comparing brown rice out of a bag and then you can get a boxed rice with all these different things in it seasoning or whatever the one that's boxed is processed because they added if you read the the back of the label it'll probably say probably 600 milligrams of sodium but this rice has no salt in it. So mm-hmm. it's like we need to stay away from processed foods. And I say that because there's no there's no nutrients. You know, we, mm-hmm. we're, we're just filling our bodies with calories, but no nutrients. And that's the main thing. That's what we tend to forget is that mm. our body needs it. I mean, our body needs it to grow. We need it. Even though we're adults, we still need it. It, um, <clears throat> having those nutrients may reduce the risk of cancer. It may reduce the risk of you getting, you know, hypertension or diabetes or whatever, all kind of diseases that are out there these days. Um, but processed foods, it's just, you just don't know what's in it. Even though it's on the label, we read the label. Sometimes I read the label and I'm like, what is this? Like, what am I eating? Right. So, can you imagine the things that we're eating at fast food places, at restaurants? Like, what is this? You know, what are we really eating? So, <laughs> it's like, y'all, it's serious. <laughs> it's so serious out here. Yeah, so, like, processed foods. I'm talking about your box foods, your, um, some of your meats, like bacon. Turkey bacon, I know people are like, oh, why don't we bacon? But I eat turkey bacon. But it's still processed. Mm, come they on now. Added, they added salt. I mean, look at it. It don't even look like turkey. It looks like, <laughs> I don't know, like whatever they made it out to be. Like, All right. What part of the pig that come from? <laughs> right. Okay. Like, what is this? Wait. Like, for real. <laughs> like, wait. Wait. What kind it's of pig? Sad. We just don't know. Like, we just don't know. Like, you know, so... You know, when I when I teach people, the main thing is to get them away from processed foods. And one of the bigger things that I've researched is that if you eat more than 18 ounces of red meat or processed meats, like your um, bologna and ham and turkey, you know, jelly meats, it can't increase the risk of cancer. So mm. we're eating this food and we're like, oh, well, I don't even know how I got cancer. Well, maybe it's because... You've eaten too much of this this deli meat, or you've eaten too much Subway, or you ate too much of the 
And I'm not saying that's the reason why every time, but we just, like I said, process. We don't know what these farmers are doing. We don't know what these producers are doing, adding certain things to food that we just don't even know what we're eating. Girl, now you know you come up a subway. It's a whole subway tribe out there. <laughs> I, I, okay. I don't like subway, but like, like woo. Right. Bro, you just killed my whole life because I grew up on bologna sandwiches now. Hold on. With the burnt ends. So I might be cancer prone, but it's all right. Jesus paid it all. And I hope that the But I'm serious. Like, girl, that's all we used to eat with the bologna sandwiches. I know, I did too, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, but when I found out, I was like, Lord, deliver me, please. Right, Manita, I don't eat them no more, though. Like, uh-huh. yeah. So, the crazy thing is, you're talking about processed, processed food. Now, the next question would be, is organic really better? Because some of the stuff that says it's organic, like, how you have organic chips? Like, is that... Like possible. And why the meat so big? Like that ain't right. Them chicken legs and whole foods. I don't eat. So next time for all for you guys, for the people that's listening, if y'all go to the supermarket right now and y'all compare an organic chicken to um like organic chicken breast to regular chicken breast, you will see a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's it's probably organic because they're probably listed they didn't use any antibiotic um they didn't add any fillers um you can look at some of the meats there they've added salt to it and we don't even know that so mm. like if, if you pick up like a regular tyson chicken they probably added they say they didn't add antibiotics which i don't know um but they probably added some salt to it so Wow. There you go. You kind of have salt in your diet more than you want it, but you didn't even add it yourself. So organic is tricky. Um, it usually means that they haven't used a certain pesticide um, that they may have used on another type of fruit or vegetable, but they did use something. So, you know, it's, it's just very tricky when it comes to organic. Um, it's, and it's really hard to explain. Yeah. So what that means is read. Right. Right. That's what <laughs> yeah, sound like to read. That's what she said. Read. Read, read the labels. Because oh, you right. never, ever know. So with that, is there a grocery store that's like less evil than another? Like you can go in there? Because, you know, I feel like we push uh, Whole Foods for sure. I heard some people push Trader Joe's, but I don't trust Trader Joe's, but that's just me. Because um, <laughs> they got a, a bomb macaroni and cheese, and I know it ain't healthy. <laughs> I, man, I know it. Matter of fact, I'm going to get it tonight because I'm going to start fresh tomorrow. And I know it ain't healthy. I know it ain't. <laughs> Trader Joe's. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> me too, girl. Me too. <laughs> and you know what? I just, you know, I love Whole Foods too, but they're pretty pricey. Mm-hmm. So I don't really shop there often. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just tell you that. I, I mean, I love their products, but they're still, they're trying to get into using local farmers. I believe it depends on which Whole Foods you go to. 
but they're still shipping stuff from overseas, so you don't you don't really don't know where it's coming from. Mm. Um, you do have your local Rouse's stores; they use a lot of uh, local farmers as well. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, Rouse's. Um, your fruit stands, I mean, those are going to be your local farmers, too. Sometimes they don't have local farmers, but, you know, it's all about reading. Reading is fundamental, so, you know, we really got to read when we go out there to the grocery store. But, I mean, I'm not, I don't really advocate a certain store. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess I would say, like, my top stores would be, like, Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. Um, Fresh Market, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Rouse's. They, I mean, they have a lot of fresh foods. They're going to make sure everything is fresh. Um, so, but if you're on a budget, Trader Joe's has some awesome prices. Um, there's not a Trader Joe's here in Lafayette, which I'm kind of upset about, so I have mm-hmm. to go to Baton Rouge. But, um, yeah. And Rouse's has some pretty good prices, too. So those are, like, my top stores. Okay, okay. Some some of those are on my list. Yeah, I mean, when I do go to the store, you know, (laughs) I I frequent those places. Now, Albertsons and Walmart are are getting uh, a bigger organic section, if that means anything for anybody. Um, But... And they also have a lot of gluten-free products, and people love to get gluten-free. Now, you don't necessarily have to eat gluten-free if you don't have an issue with your stomach, if you don't have, you know, those problems. But for those people that need gluten-free products, they're starting to get a lot more um, at Albertsons and Walmart. I feel like people be eating gluten-free, and I don't even know what it means. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, I'm just keeping it 1,000%. Like, I had a friend that tell me, like, yeah, I'm going to get this gluten. I was like, why, though? And she couldn't even tell me. She was like, oh, because my coworker did it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that ain't right. That ain't right. <laughs> but that's a good, I'm, I'm glad that those stores are picking up it's it's good to have choices you know like you go into those specific stores and might not have those options because people do have those dietary restrictions of not being able to eat gluten or um whatever else whatever else uh ingredient that they can't have because i feel like people will take everything i don't even know if it's anything left in the food after they done found every allergy or every <laughs> every uh piece of food or ingredient that they can't have <laughs> in right. it. So I guess it would be kinda hard to to plan. And that's, and that's why I tell people to kinda stay away from the processed foods because they've been um processed in different factories and different places where they may have processed wheat and dairy and nuts and you might be allergic to that so what are you gonna do you're gonna be itching and scratching and wondering why you know you have this allergy right mm-hmm. man education is really important here right man i learned i gotta read i gotta go to the store now because i can't eat processed i look you think that's why it hasn't picked up because it's easy just to go in the gym and listen to somebody tell you what to do or just do, you know, what's easy to do. But when you have to start, like, doing research and reading packages and stuff, and people just be like, you know what type of time I don't have is this. All right. So let me run through this Waffle House and get this bad food. <laughs> <laughs> 
But that's like Planet Fitness has pizza sometimes in there. And I'm like, Yeah, that is different. <laughs> right. What, what I just did? Yeah. Right. Why, why did I come work out? <laughs> why? Right. Okay, so we have determined so far that processed food is not our friend. Uh, and we know that most processed food is on the aisle of the grocery store. Is there anything besides the tea, okay, in the bags <laughs> that you can get from the aisles of the grocery store? You can definitely get some honey. Ooh. Um, that would be a great substitute other than sugar. Of course, it is still a sweetener, so don't overdo it. Um, another sweetener is agave syrup. Um, it's a little lighter than honey, um, but of course, agave is a plant, so it's plant-based. Mm. Um, let's see, within the aisles, well, it's not much. <laughs> it's, I mean, honestly, it's really not. I mean, if you think about it, if you want your grains, your whole grains, of course, you can get your your brown rice. They're starting to make pasta with like chickpeas now. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if you do have a gluten allergy or if you just don't want the grains, you can get a different type of pasta now. Um, if you want to make a wrap, of course, they're like whole grain tortillas. Not too many other things. Um, if people are into eating like granola um, as your cereal, your oatmeal, of course, that's going to be in your aisles, of course, as well. Um, which oatmeal and your granola is going to be a little bit better than cereals because cereals, of course, more processed. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much it. Um, you do have your healthy snacks like your almonds, um, like popcorn. Um, so it's right. real so limited. Occasionally. <laughs> you're very limited. Okay. So, okay. I mean, besides being in the aisles, I mean, you're going to get your dairy products if you, if you drink dairy. I drink almond milk. I get um, Greek yogurt. Um, <clears throat> I'll get, occasionally, I'll eat cheese. Not really, not not that much. Um, but everything else is going to be, like, on your outskirts. It's so not eating outskirts. cheese preference or just, like, it's a dietary thing? Um, like, you don't like it, or is it, like, we need to be aware of cheese? No, I love cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of it is processed. So, the, the part of it is getting a certain cheese that you can grate yourself. Mm. A lot of these cheeses that are in the bag already, it may have some sort of film on it, or it's processed. It's just, they've added extra things to it. And mm. I just, mm -hmm. you know, prefer not to get it in the bag. I'll grate it myself. Man, I made chili for this week. Cheese all day with my chili <laughs> from the bag. No wait, and it's processed. Mm -hmm. I know. Did you grow your beans? Uh uh. Oh, I don't have beans in my chili. Don't worry. This ain't even no good chili. Is it? Oh, yes, it is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you do. We do have some people that you know. Maybe they don't. Maybe they decide not to get like fresh or frozen fruit and vegetables. They will get it in the can, which is not my recommendation. But if you must, you know, you can get your vegetables with the uh, no salt added um, and your fruit that may be in 100% juice instead of the syrups. Mm. Those are some recommendations. Okay. Okay. 
But speaking of syrups and honey and stuff, all these sugary things, is um, sugar really the devil like we think it is? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, it's too good. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's a carb. I mean, you know, and that's why I always suggest using an alternative to sugar. I mean, using uh, agave, using stevia, um, and especially for diabetics. I mean, you definitely can't have regular sugar. Um, that's why they have all those packs of sweet and low. Yeah, and that's not the best. Right, and artificial sugar. The thing about artificial sugar is like it makes you crave more sugar. Right, that's the thing. (laughs) It doesn't really make sense to use it. Yeah. Well, speaking of diabetics, (laughs) you know, I think that's like the plague of the black community is diabetes. Um, Can we avoid it? Because a lot of it is hereditary. You know, like it was passed down from you know, your great, great, great grandma. Mm -hmm. And now you have these issues like, you know, me, you don't really know until you're an adult and now you're on the struggle city bus. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is, is genetics and it's hereditary and there's nothing you can do about it. But I know there are some people that have, have, just do not have diabetes anymore because they changed their their diet. They Mm -hmm. they exercise more. It doesn't, always happen um especially being insulin resistant like what can you do make your pancreas work again you know it's just certain things you just cannot avoid so Mm -hmm. and of course you know you go to see your doctor and he gives your recommendations um and as a nutritionist or dietitian you know we don't want you to get on medication unless it's been prescribed because a lot of it deals with what we're you know, what we're eating and what we're putting into our body. Mm-hmm. That's why I avoid all the meds now. Because I'm like, for me, I feel like the meds were a crutch. Like, if I take this, I'm still going to go to Popeye's, right? <laughs> Whereas, like, I really don't need to be going to Popeye's at all. I need to eat better, which can really fix this whole situation. Right. So, yeah. But let's be realistic. I'm not giving up. Popeyes forever. Mm, well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, for real. Like, that's that's the real question, uh, Bianca. So, do I have to? I mean, I read things that say eat in moderation. Like, I know I can't go cold turkey with things because let's just face it, I'm gonna have a piece of cake one day in my life. I'm not. I'm not totally okay with walking away. From everything because I'm I can't sit here and honestly say that I'm never gonna do those things again now I can say that I I can be disciplined enough to not do it every day mm-hmm. and not even right. every other day or every week like I was but I mean if there's a birthday coming around and you know I've been doing well I might want to have a little cupcake or something <laughs> I deserve that right I don't deserve it oh man no, I mean, because I can't honestly sit here and say that I eat perfectly every single day because it's just not realistic. Right. But some people are just not trained to take, so people will be like, well, I'm going to just eat this piece or whatever 
And then it's just ongoing. And it's like, wait, I thought you just wanted a little piece of cake. Now you eat like the everything. Thing, right. <laughs> you ate the whole cake. Okay, right. <laughs> Where my cake is? Where my piece is? Because you done ate the whole thing. Right. I mean, it, it's almost kind of like using the 80-20 rule with this. Like, eat 80% of healthy foods and then like that 20% if you must have something that's maybe not so healthy and you know that that's almost a, a good way to you know go that way go that route when you feel like you have to have that little cheat meal or whatever but also when you find alternatives healthier alternatives you may not want to go back to whatever but realistically speaking you know if you have to have that every once in a while cool but don't get so off track that you just i mean you totally like you messed up for real (laughs) you are now a popeye's biscuit versus eating them (laughs) (laughs) just had a little taste but now you are the biscuit right All right. Well, we are getting ready to wrap this awesome conversation up. But before we do, what are like your top three tips that you give for people to get their bodies through nutrition information? Mm-hmm. So, number one, definitely prepare your kitchen for your change because mm-hmm. we want to make these changes, but you still have those little debbies in there. So, you see those little debbies, you're gonna want to eat it. But if you've gone to grocery shopping and you've cleaned out your pantry and you say you're starting over, then make sure you get those new items that you want to try. The fruit and vegetables have it sitting out. You know, it's gonna be in your view and it's there for you, and you're prepared to eat healthier, so you will eat healthier. Um, another tip is. I know there's a lot of people that might be like addicted to Coke or addicted to sodas, addicted to, or just, they just love sweets and they love whatever. Find that alternative and don't just go cold turkey because if you go cold turkey, you're not going to really be successful at it. I mean, you're going to maybe go back to it and you're going to be like, well, I can't do this, but it takes baby steps. Maybe Maybe in one week you give up one soda and then the next week you give up two or you know so take it in steps and not just go cold turkey because then you end up not even wanting to do it anymore then you relapse so and always find an alternative to that food because if you don't find an alternative to maybe like a piece of cake maybe I can eat some dark chocolate instead you know, that'll make the craving go away. So it's always good to find an alternative to something that you may have given up. And the last thing I do want to say is always let your food be your medicine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't want to get on medication. We talk about that. We already don't want to go to the doctor, but then we go to the doctor, they prescribe something, but let your food be your medicine. Remember, you know, what you're putting into your body and how it affects your body. Wow. <laughs> that was like so deep. Man. Right. The I'm, last one especially. Right. I'm encouraged to just go home and I mean ain't nothing in my house to eat already, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just you know, throw away that 
old box of pop tarts that probably was there since I got there. <laughs> <laughs> and just start over, you know. I mean, I'm probably not going buy no grocery because it's gonna go bad because I'm never home. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna read labels. I am going right. to stay out of the aisle. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go buy a jar of honey to bring to my office mm. in a in a box of tea. I'm not drinking coffee. I'm giving yep. it up. You gonna give up coffee? Okay, maybe slowly, one day at a time, one cup at a time. <laughs> we gotta take baby steps here. Wait, I can't be lying. <laughs> I be somebody in the car me, snap me up, and tag God eliminate. Talking about she asking twelve bucks getting a call. No, I can't do it. Don't do it to me, y'all. I ain't gonna lie and say I'm giving it all away. <laughs> I need baby steps. I need baby steps. <laughs> I'm not doing it with her. I'm just saying, I'm being truthful. I was inspired. This is very, this is so helpful, Bianca, and we appreciate you for coming and speaking with us tonight. Yes. Tell the people where they can find you, your social media, email, all that, website. My website is eatinggodsway.net. You can contact me on my website or you can email me info at eating god's way i'm on facebook instagram um at eating god's way or bianca plant i'm everywhere so just look for me um i do meal preps i do meal planning i do um group and private like classes where i'll actually take you to the grocery store teach you how to shop and then actually try to and how to do how to cook basic healthy items so you know how to do it at home. So yeah, I'm here for you. Okay, oh, that is. Have to do, okay, we might have to do a live and go to Bianca. Go to the kitchen. Okay, because you know I can't cook. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> and she goes to the grocery store with you, so she can pick out the items. That's. Yeah. I don't really want to go, but uh, oh, bring it back. I'm uh, okay, never. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Ooh, that's those are some great services. Oh my gosh, you have been such a blessing. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Thank you so much. <laughs> all right, guys, that's it for tonight. So until next time, remember, God is in the details.